the world desperately needs unification because when we when we are united then who can really stand against us right and this is something that today's character felt very strongly about they sought to unite their nation and to create order in a lawless land but somewhere along the way they lost sight of the true goal and on the season finale for this season i'll be looking at the woman who sought to create an empire out of of chaos and that of course is the great uniter kuvira hey what's going on guys my name is nate and you're listening to the otaku liberation a show where we help you break free from the chains that are holding you back in your life by connecting some biblical principles with themes from your favorite anime and without further ado let's get right on into it so kuvira 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 is honestly probably my one of my favorite villains just in general because she was cool calm collected the entire time and she <laughs> she didn't let anything or anyone get in her way and had the skills to back up and back it up right uh but she really what she fought for is something that i think truly has been lost in the world and that's unity and i mean even amongst us believers there seems to be all this kind of discourse and you know how we should worship the lord how we should you know read the bible and all these different things everyone has an opinion and that creates such deep division that it's honestly just kind of sad. It really is. And this is what Kuvira saw in the, in the earth kingdom, right? Cause if you guys remember um, last episode with, with Amon, Amon actually killed the earth queen. You know, he killed the earth queen and the earth kingdom just fell into chaos right after that, because the, I guess the social divide between the, the rich and the poor was torn down with the earth queen earth queen and that just just let let the floodgates open and you know and all hell break loose broke loose and that and that kind of sets up kuvira's motivations because her motive was actually the unification of the earth kingdom and she felt like that the earth kingdom need it needs a ruler right every nation needs somebody in charge you know whether you agree or disagree i think if we're left to our own devices and everyone again has their own opinion, then we're looking at chaos because no one knows who to follow because everybody wants to to be a leader. And and Kuvira actually wanted Su Yin, Su Yin Beifong, one of Toph's daughters, to step up as ruler of the nation. But Su Yin, Su Yin she just refused. She preferred to lead um, Zhao Fu, the, the metal city, uh, instead of the entire nation, which on one hand I can, I can get, you know, somebody asking you for a position or recommending you for a position that you didn't ask for, right? You didn't, you didn't want this. You don't want the responsibility and the headache and everything else that comes with it. And I, I get it 100%. I know there are things I just really dislike because people have forced it on me. Like I didn't, like, I didn't ask for this, right? I didn't ask for this, nor do I want it. So, so the answer is no. Uh, but unfortunately, sometimes when that happens, then it creates a, a worse outcome that no one was, was ready for. In this case, actually created a rift between both Kuvira and Su Yin and pushed Kuvira towards becoming the great uniter, as she will later be known as. 
and for me, it's kind of reminds me of a saying I think I actually once heard from one of my old coworkers, and he told me that if those who can lead, if if they can lead, like they have the ability to, and they have the actual skill set to do it, if they choose not to, then those who can't lead will. And basically, what it's saying is that is. Hey, sometimes the roles you are called to aren't the ones that you want. It's just maybe you're the right person for the job, even though you don't want the job in the first place. Because if you leave it vacant to somebody who's not as qualified, who, you know, may not just be, you know, as as radical as Kuvira was right in whatever situation or whatever example you want to use. Maybe they're just not as good. Right. They're not necessarily bad. They're just not as good. But the case still remains the same that you were probably the best choice for it and you didn't want to step up, which, again, no one can really fault you for it. Can't fault anybody for it because the same type of way. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. But in the, like I say, in this case, it led to the the creation of a dictator. Right Now, to be fair, had Suyin become the ruler of the Earth Kingdom, then maybe Kuvira would not have ever gotten to power. Right. But honestly, knowing Kuvira and how ambitious, how ambitious she was, there was really no telling. There's no way we could possibly know how things would have turned out had Suyin taken power. You know, it could have been another like uh, another Unalak type thing, which was try to start a coup or even a Mon to start an entire revolution. So just to say that Suyin being in charge would have fixed everything, I don't think is that black and white. But. What is that black and white is actually Kuvira's method through <laughs> how she united everything. Cause it was very <laughs> no nonsense. I mean, cause she used a military force and to kind of give a little background on Kuvira herself. Right. So before becoming the great uniter, Kuvira was actually the head of Zalfu security and kind of mentioned earlier that Zalfu is the metal city of the metal clan. So if you remember Avatar, the last airbender, Toph Beifong, she actually created metal bending because before her, there was no such thing. No one even thought it was possible. And after the series, Toph actually starts a metal bending academy where she trains other earthbenders who have the, I guess, the talent for it in, in the ways of metal bending. And of course, throughout the years as she got older or whatnot, she, she taught her kids obviously and raised them and eventually founded Zalfu, the, the, the metal city. And every, pretty much every citizen there is is a metal bender, right? And they're super advanced in all the technology and things like that. They're even more advanced in some ways than even Republic City. So just a little little bit of a of a history lesson. But but back to Kuvira. So Kuvira was actually the again the head of security there. So she was you know not the top top dog because technically that's Su Yin as their I guess more or less matri- matriarch, right? But Kuvira is really high up there. And not only does she have a prestigious title, again, she has the skills to back it up. She was an accomplished metal bender and had a very strategic mind about her. You know, she was, she wasn't a, a dummy, right? She, she didn't get this type of promotion that you see sometimes people get, even though they're not qualified for it. This wasn't the case with her. She was very much deserved the, the recognition that she received. And 
even shows even more so during her her tenure as the de facto leader of the Earth Kingdom, now known as the Earth Empire under her rule. And it's actually during this campaign that Kavira kind of flexes her military muscles because she would actually petition the different areas within the Earth Kingdom that were kind of their own more or less like city states type things. She would petition them. And basically the offer was either you join her cause and you and you uh, unite with everybody else or, or or you suffer the consequences, which would include but weren't limited to, you know, refusal of aid. So like supplies, like, you know, food, water, clothing, all these type of things or protection against bandits because, you know, there, there, there were bandits at this time just running around pillaging people and Kavira would offer her protection only if you join you 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 join the cause right and if you didn't then no no well you're on your own so that was one kind of punishment <laughs> the next one was imprisonment in work or re-education camps for people who didn't play ball <laughs> right they she would throw them in these camps where they would more or less have time to think about her offer instead and decide if they want to join up or not and of course the the pretty much the penultimate right is this death right she, she was just straight up threatened to kill you <laughs> if you didn't if you didn't join join in and and i don't know about you but those are pretty convincing tactics i may say i don't i don't think i want to die <laughs> or something like this right but again everyone has their own morals and their own thing that the hill that they'll die on, right? And she, she would make it literal. And honestly, it just wouldn't stop there. She would even go on to develop weapons of mass destruction so she could have even more power. And again, if you've been listening throughout the season, it's the same MO, right? It's something that starts off as a noble cause just turns into yet another power grab of some sort, right? Start off with Amon with his idea of equality. Started off great, but then it just turned into him more or less wanting to overthrow the government, right? Then it went to Unalak, who starts off with trying to unify the the living and spirit world to get get the world its spirituality back, more or less. And then that just turned to him wanting again, wanting to be the the chief of both water tribes, and eventually, I guess, the whole world. At some point, it turns into that. And then my mom was a little different because he didn't seek power for herself at all and honestly i think he was the one who stuck truest to his ideals throughout the whole thing i mean he was after chaos and he did he did it so <laughs> and then we have kuvira now with the guise of unification and unity for the earth kingdom but in reality she just wants to be a dictator so it's again again that's the whole reason why i wanted to do this season because it's the ideas are great it's just the execution is terrible <laughs> And I just know for me, for myself, that I can take a lot, a lot from it because as I've said multiple times in previous episodes and previous seasons is that I have a tendency to be obsessive and, and over whatever it is that I'm working on in that moment of time. And I can easily, easily forget about everything else around me. So I have to intentionally take a step back to, and, you know, taking some air and realize, okay, you really just realize and realign myself to make sure that, okay, am I still working towards the goal that I should be, or have I veered off way off to the right? You know what I'm saying? And that's just something for me, you know, maybe different for you, or maybe you don't have this problem, right? Maybe you know exactly what you're doing at every moment in time. And if that's the case, 
hit me up because I because <laughs> I know I need some help. But for Kavira is yeah, she she doesn't think what she's doing is wrong and she's just going to do it anyway. And again, people like Kavira, you know, who amass all this power and start just, you know, started committing all these horrendous things is honestly just a result of the right people refusing to take action. And now everyone is left with the consequences of that. And I know what you might think is that it's unfair that, you know, you, let's just say you, or for an example, you are the right person for this scenario, but now you have to basically take on a mantle, take on a role that you didn't want because someone else who's worse off may come and take it. Right. I understand it's not, it's not fair because it's not. And, and honestly, I really wish it was, but unfortunately sometimes it's just how it is. <laughs> sometimes that's really how it is. You Sometimes you got to step up and be the leader that people need because you, you don't want, you don't want what's going to happen if you don't right with, for your own sanity, if nothing else. So I just kind of want to encourage you, you know, to think back throughout your own life and think about, think back to a time where you could have done something, but didn't. And then ended up being a worse off situation. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, dictator trying to rule the world type of bad, but <laughs> just kind of think about it. But despite all of these things, <laughs> crazy enough, Kuvira's basically reign of terror actually ended up with the exact result of her ambition, which was, in fact, the the unification of the Earth Kingdom, which is, you know, just like all the rest of the characters in this season, her ambition actually came true in a way. The Earth Kingdom was, in fact, united and actually had some order established to it versus just being this lawless land, <laughs> this lawless wasteland that was just everyone for themselves and people were worse off than they were before. But... Even though Kuvira was a dictator, she was this uh, powerful overlord for a time. She actually accomplished what she set out to do. Then the result of it is it was actually good. You know, that's the thing. It didn't blow up really in in, in her face or anyone else's face when the, after the dust settled. Now I know there were casualties and a lot of pain and stuff involved throughout the whole process, but the end result is better than what it was before. And and that's something I just really, I just really admire about all of these characters from, from Korra herself all the way now to Kuvira is that, you know, though their methods may not have been the, the best <laughs> in the end of the day, it all came, came out. Okay. It came out good. It came out even better than what it was before. And I know for, for us as Christians, man, it's, it's the way it is, right? It's the way God does it. because oftentimes he'll create the most amazing blessings out of our biggest screw ups, <laughs> the biggest messes we could possibly think we made. We're like, man, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this. And God says, bet. <laughs> and he'll, he'll work a miracle. And honestly, it's, it's something I've learned to one, thank God, right. Thank God for it and accept, accept it for what it is, but just to not beat myself up as much, you know, just from, just from me personally speaking to not, come down so hard on myself when I screw up something because uh, it came from a good heart, right? Again, execution might've been bad and now I got to clean up the mess, but I know at the end of the day, God's going to make it all right. Case in point, just the last, last week or so, I don't know how many conversations I've had with somebody, whether it's my boss, my girlfriend or whoever, where I'm saying one thing, but they're hearing another because whether it's the way they took it, the way I said it, both 
who knows now is a mess now we're like now we're fighting and i'm like what are we doing here (laughs) i'm just confused i was trying to share a joke or my thoughts and it just kind of went left and i mean that happens right our intentions are good our intentions of what we're trying to do are good but somehow some way along the way because we're all human and none of us can read minds i think you know not mob (laughs) i'm not mob as much as i i wish i was sometimes but we can easily just muck up some stuff and just thank God that he, <laughs> he has our back and he'll fix it no matter what. And he'll make it great. It's just something that I look forward to. So that's just a little bit of encouragement. I want to leave you guys with is just that, Hey, no matter how bad you messed it up, trust me, God will make it work and you'll look back on it and laugh and cry, but it's going to be, it's just going to be great. So, so tell me if you like this episode, by leaving a comment or a review, share it with your friends or family, who whoever you think really needs to hear this message. And honestly, this is the end and a new beginning. So I kind of alluded to this. I know on last episode that had an announcement and it's really more of a kind of a shift, shift in focus. And so for me, for those of you who don't know, who haven't been, you know, I guess listening, I guess, I don't know if maybe you're new here, right? If you're new, welcome. But I started a, a YouTube channel where I think I can get more, uh, I don't even know what the word is, maybe more, convey more information, more of these things, more of these ideas in my mind out on that platform than I can hear for the way I structured it and things like that. But don't worry, don't worry. It doesn't mean I'm going anywhere. It's just now I'm going to go from a weekly podcast to a, to a monthly one. So a, a monthly one that's about an hour long. Again, don't worry. It's still going to be the same, same content, same type of stuff. It's just going to be in a little different of a format. The the way way it's going to work is I'm going to do a live stream, which again, I'll let you, if you guys follow, follow me on Instagram, of course, YouTube. And if you use threads, I guess (laughs) on me there as well, but I'll be posting when I do the live streams. And then for those you can't make it, of course, I'll post it up here on the podcast as well. But it's been more of the same thing, just talking about anime and faith and how these characters have shaped my life and the things I've learned from it and uh, and how we can honestly help some of you out. You know, who knows? And, and I'll also be looking to invite some guests on the show too so you can get a different perspective from time to time besides my own. Because sometimes I feel like I'm just kind of rambling on the mic, but I really do think that other people who can give some really good perspective. So I just want to thank you all for supporting me on this journey and the different shapes it, it's taken on. I mean, hey, I'm looking now, it's almost been a year since I started this whole idea and it's evolved so much, even in that little bit of time. So, hey, thank you for rocking with me this whole time and and just look forward to all the new content, new things that are going to coming out. So don't forget to subscribe to, to my YouTube channel, Deliberated Otaku, which is what I'm rebranding it to now is instead of the Otaku Liberation, the Liberated Otaku. And yeah, that, again, thank you guys so much. And always remember, you are the main character of your story. And that story doesn't end until he says so. All right. Be blessed.